0: this player Give them a shotgun
1: to please his mind Give them, well, a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country
0: Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas, I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas, I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the Bunkhouse. There's a place of the head and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you keep going. Leave the sink right. and ship away. All right, all right, all right. Come on the Good morning, everybody. We are live in the Bunkhouse. I'm in the bug house across the world. Can anybody, can you hear me?
2: Yes. Yeah, I'm here. We're all here. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Well, I I can't, I'm not completely set up just right for some, whatever wild and crazy reason, but man, uh, we are spread out at ranches and farms across the country, eh? Hey. Where Cody, can you hear?
1: I I can hear, but I'm not sure y'all can hear me yet.
2: Ten yeah, four, I, we got you over and out. Roger.
0: All right. It's Am I clear? Outdoor, yeah, you're good. We're all good. It's it's the outdoor zone live on the broadcast. Yeah, it's just an old ten shack ten shacks across the <laughs> country and uh we call it home every sunday morning seven to nine right here on the outdoor zone radio network my name is tj graney that is cody ryan
2: yo 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 oh my
0: and beefsteak is in the house oh
2: yeah literally in the bunkhouse alone oh, her- you left me alone
0: Road rash is the ranch hand that gets there. That's early. not true. You got
2: road rash. Yeah, but you know, we've had our, you know, issues. So you
0: can't see anybody in the bunk, in in the bunkhouse over there. But uh, anyway, road rash is the ranch hand that gets there early. Gets the gate open. Makes sure that the old potbelly stove gets fired up. And today, he's making sure that we are all tuned in together. And that we can uh, be connected at from ranches across the country. Um, I am at. You
1: say uh, that, but you're really. I mean, it's really not that far across the country. Well, unless, unless we've like an uh, hour and a half. Unless we've succeeded, and we are uh, now Texas is its own country. I guess
2: Uh, isn't it by yeah, I thought it was.
0: Somebody told so, me yesterday that uh, we're the only ones that can fly our flag the same height as the U.S. flag.
2: Of course. Yeah, yeah. where have you been? Where, yeah, what are you even? Hello. Are you even Hello. Texan? <laughs> Fifth generation, come on. Oh, uh, <laughs> and we got our own power oh. grid, but that didn't work out so well, did it?
0: Oh, hey, <laughs>
1: I was actually going to talk about the power grid with you, Beefsteak, because. Uh, because his ERCOT. hot tub is
0: sucking up so much juice. <laughs> yeah. out
2: Yeah. Now, bread. ERCOT, no, ERCOT, but
1: ERCOT, oh. ERCOT, came back with some regulation or some suggestions that you keep your AC at eighty two at night, and I thought Beefsteak probably said, "What? I got to turn? Who would it. <laughs> ever turn it that
2: cold? That
1: is ridiculous."
2: <laughs> yeah, they had a seventy eight where they were messing with people's thermostats, and I thought, "Oh man, that probably." Uh, there's some people off, you know, is, if your,
0: is your thermostat not on the uh city uh auto adjust where the city operates your thermostat for you? You just check the box on your electric bill and they turn your AC off and on as they see fit.
2: Well, I'm on PEC, you know, pertinalis. so you are over there. Yep. You're PEC, that's right, man. We weren't in Austin, we just got our little butts annexed in. Or EJ, Congratulations whatever.
0: Congratulations for that tax hike.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, but we get real water. So I guess that's it. It's about yeah, all we that, get. That's
0: that worth in, $300 extra dollars a month. That and uh,
2: streetlights. And that's about it.
0: You had all that before.
2: Um. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I guess uh, I'm going to have to talk to them.
0: It's a scam, dude. They're just... They're just bringing in your cashola man you just, nobody even comes and reads out. my
2: meter it's just uh all electronic all smart that's they, what
0: i'm saying they have this way that they just operate now where you don't even you don't even have to i mean they don't even have to come look they just they don't
1: need to come read your meter because it doesn't even turn
0: <laughs>
2: son of a <laughs> uh oh i hear a little uh are are you sneaking? Are you sneaking electricity? Hey, That's what it is.
0: Cr. I heard. Uh, I heard you got. Uh, you met one of our finest down in Del Rio this week.
1: Oh, so I guess Abbott sent down a lot of the. So I spent. Yes, I spent another several days in Del Rio. I'm going back this week uh, working. Probably going to get stopped and do a full search because this guy and this young young hip good-looking guy keeps driving down to del rio but uh that would be me by the way
0: (laughs) they just want to know what you're picking up and bringing back yeah
1: exactly so uh avocados yeah so i'm uh working with a buddy down there and i there's been dps down there like crazy i mean i i drive about this one house that I've been working at is about 12 miles outside of town. And I counted 18 DPS troopers on the way, 12 miles, a 12-mile drive. There was 18 <laughs> DPS troopers. just, And they were hop, you know, doing the old uh, leapfrog, pull a car over. They'd pull up behind their buddy, you know, make sure they're all right. And if a car passed them while they were, had one car pulled over, they'd just take off and and uh so i get pulled over and there is like this old uh leaning over uh road work sign ahead you know kind of sign that's sitting there and uh but there's obviously no road work going on so it's a 75 mile an hour area well i'm going 74. But I guess because there is road work, a road work sign, it drops down to 70. So he pulls me over. I said, look, my truck says 75, you know, because my truck will tell you the speed limit. The uh, I said, Google Maps, look at look right here, says 75. And I said, everything says 75. And you pulled me over. For. And said, I'm going 74. (laughs) He goes, yeah, yeah, driver's license, uh, insurance. uh," Checks my stuff real quick. Brings me a warning. Says, all right, keep it slow. But apparently there was uh, an incident the night before. And uh, so they were pretty much checking everybody. So, yes, there is.
0: Hunter Biden had been. They said he might be in the area. Oh my gosh. No, you your uh your buddy, uh who's the guy uh that ran for Congress that ran for president that doesn't want anybody to have guns. Uh, my buddy? Yeah, you were you were at a restaurant with him.
1: Bino uh, uh, that's not my buddy. No. Beto O'Rourke, the guy <laughs> who shows up.
0: Oh señor Beto.
1: Yeah. Yeah, shows up at the most expensive restaurant I've ever been to. Just happens to walk in. There's that gas station on 71? He's just one of the normal people.
0: But you love those strawberry Whataburger shakes. (laughs) You and Beto, strawberry shakes together.
1: you're at a – it is Father's Day. We need not forget, and I am just so – Lucky that each week you get to see me, your son, the product, your, your, you know, perfect product that you um, gave birth to. I don't know how to say that without it sounding wow. weird. Uh, and it sounded weird. It weird. <laughs> so happy, happy Father's not. Day uh, from the farm to the, to the ranch. And you're at, you're at a KOZ camp this week.
0: Yeah, so starts today, yeah, starts this afternoon. Um, we got uh, 13 boys coming in, we've got five of them here now, uh, that are junior leaders that are gonna they're, they're doing all, matter of fact, they're out working right now. Oh um, my gosh, and then we've got 13 boys coming in. Uh, a lot of them don't have dads, and they're gonna come spend a week with us, and we're just gonna. Teach them hunter safety and archery and give them all pocket knives. And we're going to do everything that a boy needs to do and wants to do. And to do. And, um, and we're going to kill some hogs and we're going to kill some all dad, maybe an axis doe or two. We got a little bit of.
2: I hope there's uh, some piggies in there too.
0: To put some blood in the mud. Yeah, we're gonna have some we're gonna have some pigs. Um, lot going, a lot of wildness out here at the ranch. And uh, but anyway, we're doing a summer camp for boys, and I can't think of a better way to spend my Father's Day except yeah, I mean, unless I was just with my familia. But then with a bunch of boys who don't have a dad, and uh, and some Bert, they do, but. Yes. Yeah, some do. Some have great dads. Uh, it's, All right. You know, some of my LITs, my junior leaders out here, they have great dads. But I do want to encourage you, if you're listening to the show, if you're on your way to church, there are a lot of churches are giving out, you know, things to dad today or grandpa, giving uh, jerky out to every guy, whatever. And I just want to encourage the... Um, the men out there to take a moment and look around when you're at church today or look to, or think about your neighborhood or your friend, your kid's friends. Think about the boys that don't have a dad, that this whole thing is really, a, a really powerful, painful, uh, reminder that they don't have a dad and, uh, maybe snag them and take them to lunch with you.
2: There you go.
1: With the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative. We support our local gun shops, once ones we trust with our constitutional rights, McBride's Guns. They're a family-owned and operated full-service firearm dealer. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, or personal carry, McBride's can help. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them 512-472-3532 or online McBride'sGuns.com because McBride's Guns they're our hometown gun shop. Alright, coming up next we'll talk a little fishing, plus we've got your news the weird, all that and more. This is a wonderfully put together episode of the Outdoor Zone. Find us 24-7 365 at theoutdoorzone.com
0: Hello, I'm Forrestale Wood and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on it's finally here today's the day I had a 12 point buck 50 yards away but I got a different kind of hunting on my mind I got my baby up in my deer blind country music on the radio pull the real tree camouflage sheets down low life is good right. girl you're looking fine they welcome back the outdoors Zone live in a bunkhouse. yeah it's just an old tin shack but we're Doing our best to keep it rolling right here at the Outdoor Zone. Uh, you're the regulators that keep us going every week, and the other guys that help us keep it going is Nile Maxwell Super Center. School out in warm weather. Here, put a spotlight on summer and a new Ram, because nothing beats driving around a new Ram during Nile Maxwell's Ram Spotlight Sales Event at Nile Maxwell Super Center. From crew cabs, quad cabs, Lone Stars to heavy duties doesn't matter what kind of new ram we you want we've got it in our incredible selection and we're ready for your summer vacation truckloads of new rams are here and more on the way grab your keys to summer and head to the number one chrysler dodge jeep ram sales leader in central texas the Nile maxwell super center 620 and 183 in austin or visit us online at Nile maxwell super
1: so yesterday was national fishing day i guess and i had never heard of
2: national that. fishing day yeah, yeah didn't you know i posted yeah, some well, on I the outdoor zone i, I didn't gone know
1: fishing i i you're telling me <laughs> i'm sitting here cutting trees and shredding grass at the farm uh but anyway yeah national fishing day i did not make a fishing post like i should have you know, I should have done something really creative and interesting and
2: well, you fun posted and a podcast. Like catch a bass.
1: I posted a podcast earlier this week, yeah, for sure. On Tuesdays, uh, every Tuesday. But I you know, I I was thinking I feel kinda sorry for the FLW tour. Um yeah, the FLW that. tour was bought by Major League Fishing earlier. I don't know. Last year, 2 years ago, something like that. And there's some incredible anglers that fish the FLW tour. We I mean, we knew it for years. There were several amazing anglers that fished, you know, uh the, the tour that continued to fish the tour. Um
0: Clark Winlet.
1: fished yeah. it for years. I'm trying to figure out how to block you because i can't (laughs) all you're doing is like packing a bag or something uh i can't i can't look at my computer screen all right hey so uh the flw tour uh, so i just feel bad that there's there's so many guys that fish it that are such big anglers that they don't um they they just it's just not covered like it once was you know it's just it's kind of fallen behind but they still pay a huge sum of money it's still a giant event a giant tournament it's just i don't know i just kind of felt bad uh, as i s- noticed or realized yesterday that there was an event going on today is the final day of a major event somebody's going to win 100 100,000 dollars 125,000 dollars today in a bass fishing tournament and it's Ow. just yeah, it's just hard to. I just don't see the stuff happening. I just don't see the the push or the uh, excitement, the the media coverage, the marketing of the former FLW tour that used to be. So anyway, uh, I just thought that was kind of an interesting spill. I hope they figure out what that looks like because it's. An amazing tour, and there are some amazing anglers. And where are they going to go? You well, know, and it, if they're not fishing the tour.
0: If it's a hundred and twenty, a hundred grand or so, that is a huge um, payday for any of the events. I mean, you're the payday well, that's on what the everything national
1: fishes. Everything fishes for the elite series. That's what they've always fished for. You know, that's kind of the the staple. The
0: the big the big price well but so i'm the league I nas- is a little different yeah yours is different y'all are y'all y'all are doing i think first place is 50 grand right
1: yeah but uh national professional fishing league pays further down uh was the idea so that a guy can you know make ten thousand dollars for finishing in the top third or nine thousand dollars or whatever uh pays a bigger amount further down so that Uh, you kind of keep going, keep the wheels on the bus, keep paying, you know, your way through. So, uh, speaking of National Professional Fishing League, got a kind of a big shot of promising publicity, I thought, this week from Wired to Fish, a big article that went out. Are there too many professional fishing leagues? Was the title of the article, something like that? And uh, it basically just said that um, NPFL has kind of surprised a lot of people has gotten a kind of a big following and kind of surprised a lot of people with how that it's the real deal and it doesn't look like it's, you know, a fly by night operation going on, that it's, it's got real potential and, and has a niche market, a niche market. And, uh, so that was kind of a good exciting thing to hear and to see it, see it on wired to fish. Uh, I I know some of those guys and they I asked them early on, uh, what do you think about this NPFL thing? And they're like, yeah, I don't know. This was before it started. I said, uh, I'm thinking about fishing. It is that a knock? Op- you know, is that something? And they said, yeah, I don't know. We're not going to cover it. Uh, and that's kind of where I left it. And they said they're not going to cover it, but you know, to to move forward halfway through the NPFL season and they wrote an article saying that, Oh, well, there may be something here. This is pretty good. This is different coverage. We like the coverage. We like the, we like this and uh, the biggest online website presence. Probably
0: they're doing everything that the traditional bass fishermen that would participate or want to watch in my opinion uh they're doing everything correctly and they're doing it with excellence and uh, y- there may be some hiccups uh, you know but there's hiccups in every tournament trail everything but i i think they've done a really fine job i, I still don't get the whole online fishing thing and i and I guess those guys get uh, plenty of press and plenty of people online watching it. Online fishing thing. That tur- the tournament series that's online that everybody's watching that uh, Cody does, Cody P does.
1: Major League Fishing. Major yeah, League Fishing. Yeah, it's all over. I mean, it's on TV. Their are big pushes on national network TV. Uh, but Bassmaster did that as well this year with Fox Sports. So, um, yeah, anyway.
0: So. Well, I'm just. I, I, it's interesting to me that you can have a hundred thousand dollar, a hundred thousand dollar payout, and not, uh, and not be getting more momentum, or that they would buy that and be putting that kind of money out, and not really utilizing that. Um, but I, I mean, I don't think about it the FLW is so much anymore. I'm, uh, I guess maybe it's because I'm around you, but. Um, the N- N- NPFL and and uh, they're, they're kind of getting the, a lot of attention now and I guess it's because they're doing things right and people are seeing that
1: yeah yeah
2: for sure alright beef hey you may miss the uh, you know fi- National Fishing Day yesterday but don't miss the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event It's here at Central Texas Honda Dealers. Fall in love with a new Honda during the Honda Texas Dream Event. See your Central Texas Honda Dealers. First Texas Honda, Howdy Honda. Also Round Rock Honda and Honda San Marcos. Or just simply go online to CentralTexasHondaDealers.com.
1: All right, News of the Weird up next. You don't want to miss it. Plus, our Armed Citizen Report Game Warden Field Notes, all your favorite segments still to go. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood
0: Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone. Live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? I'm in the bunkhouse. Yeah, we uh, we here at the bunkhouse. We love to eat, and uh, it's one of our joys. And our favorite restaurant right now is Austin's hottest new restaurant, The Shore. Raw Bar and Grill, our amazing friends at Shore serving up regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. If you follow them on Facebook, incredible what they cook up each week. They have specials every week. Um, All their seafood's fresh, flown in every week. They hand-pick it, their beef. Uh, All their meats are hand-picked, hand-selected. They have a killer uh, patio out there. It's pet-friendly. Go visit our friends over at Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Rick Wahlberg, Jim Snyder, invite you to join them. Go listen to some of that great live music located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Bar and Grill. ShoreATX.com for details. ShoreATX.com for details. They're on Facebook, Shore Raw Bar and Grill.
1: Hey, I was gonna say, TJ, you have the absolute best background Zoom meeting scenery right now than anybody. The
2: wall
0: of Fame at the ranch. Yes. yes,
1: you've got pictures of people with their harvested animals. You got a rack of whitetail on one side. You've got a pavilion and the wildlife nature outside on the other side. I mean, it's like the perfect Zoom background. Chief, you got the Golden Gate Bridge uh, during Pride Month. I'm not sure about that. Oh, Uh, uh, let's do news of the weird. (laughs) Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird.
0: Well, CR, you kind of brought this one to the forefront. Uh, Cody Ryan, you brought this one to the forefront. Yellowstone National Park testing out driverless shuttles this summer. Mm, seems safe. And they are they are predicting that this summer in national parks, it is going to be the biggest year ever for visitors. They are absolutely trying everything to figure out what do we do And how do we do it with all these people coming? It's going to be a train wreck. Yeah. I mean, the lines are going to be. And so they're trying out these remote little car things. And it said in the article that you gave, it said they look like toys. The the park
1: debuted the new toy, Teddy program the electronic driverless demonstration. Yeah, they're seven foot by thirteen foot frame. Uh visitors who board Teddy you can get watch. like
0: one beefsteak in there. <laughs> if
1: that. There's a thirteen hundred pound limit. Uh, oh well. visitors on uh, <laughs> So there that's is absolutely one beef and visitors who board Teddy can watch an informative 5-minute video while on board explaining the shuttle program and its potential impact on wildlife in Yellowstone. My oh deal Oh my
0: gosh. My deal with be this slamming petrol vehicles. The
1: the program will run two different routes during its uh, <laughs> pilot period through August 31st. Visitors who ride Teddy are encouraged to complete a survey after their experience information on the survey will be used to plan future transportation object uh, options throughout the park. Here's my deal. You're a Yellowstone national park, right? This primitive sanctuary of outdoor Haven. Is this the direction are we turning our national parks into a amusement park is this the direction we're taking our national parks well just think this about is it. what we want this is what we want it to be
2: i don't know PETA, they could get they could have uh replace rhino- rhinoceroses with you know charging uh you know like a pneumatically uh driven rhinoceros that comes out and charges at you and maybe a Drone eagle that flies over, and that's what you're talking about with amusement park, right?
1: Well, yeah, are we gonna have vendors walking down the trails at, at yellowstone Get
2: your peanuts,
1: got your, got your peanuts,
2: corn dog, corn
0: dog. Yeah. coffee mugs, coffee mugs, get your Yellowstone <laughs> coffee mug. <laughs> I got one of those,
1: yeah. Are we gonna have like where you walk down this trail and there's bison in the field and you? Like automatically, your picture gets taken by this camera that's in the tree, and then you can go to the little booth and buy the picture of you and the walking by the bison. You know, hey, like, you can have a virtual like the roller
2: coaster pictures or, or a virtual bison hunt, or maybe they'll have Indians reenacting. Maybe. Oh, don't say Indians. Oh, uh, say American Native Native Americans. Americans. Yes. So. Uh,
0: you know, I've been to. I'm a big fan of the national parks. I support them. I uh, support them every year. Yeah, I know you do for sure. And uh, and I have seen quite the quite the influx. You know, part of the problem is that uh, the national parks are having a hard time getting employees. So most of your national parks during the summer they hire international. Kids come in from all around the world, and if you ever go to a restaurant there, you'll see a kid with a name tag, and it says Amsterdam or uh, you know Yugoslavia or whatever. And uh, college kids from around, but they're having a really difficult time uh, getting those people in to work. And yeah, uh, so, well, and and it's 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 coming off a little bit. I think it's getting a little better. Because COVID's kind of fallen to the side. I mean, it's kind of people are getting kind of past it. Um, but that was the biggest struggle was getting the employees so they could open certain parts of the park. So the parts that were open were getting slammed, and then the other parts weren't. Like I was just uh, a couple weeks a couple of weeks ago, I was at some parks and they weren't open because they couldn't find people to to open them.
1: Yeah, I I think. It, the other thought I had was, you know, y- you hear the the uh, stories of the people that go along a riverbed and they stack rocks. You know, uh, what are those mm-hmm. called? Whatever that's called. we Care- They're about called them. Karens. <laughs> Karens. Yeah, they're no.
0: called little piles of rocks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: They're tra- like trail markers.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're not. Are they really called Karens? Yeah. No, I think you. I <laughs> think no, you saw that on the internet somewhere. <laughs> I think Karen Maybe is there Karen. a Karen out here in the woods? Uh, no, but I uh, <laughs> now he's looking it up. Don't
2: touch what my rocks. What are the
1: piles of rocks?
2: Don't touch my rocks. Why are you don't over there? That my rocks are.
1: So, but I I see where people are coming from when they say don't stack the rocks like that. I mean, because it leaves. It, when I'm out in the woods
0: and I see trash, I know somebody's been there, right? Rock Cairns, C-A-I-R-N-S. Carons. Cairns. C-A-I-R-N-S are human-made stacks, mounds, or piles of rocks. There
1: it is. They are Cairns. Wow. That's where the term Karen came from.
2: Score one for with TJ. With being a
1: Cairn. So, I, uh, that's hilarious, actually.
2: Did you see that? I, I, I my so, life has depended
0: on those several times in the last few years. So
2: explain, that's not good. Explain. Mean, markers, stay on the trail. Karens.
0: Well, you get out there sometimes and you go for, go for a while. It's not like the AT where they got a little white marker everywhere. I don't
1: think I'm talking about the Cairns as much as I'm talking about. Like when people are along a riverbed and they build a stack of rocks on the secluded riverbed that doesn't have a purpose. You're Just, talking about like purpose trail markers. Yeah. Purposeful. So yeah. Cody, okay. you don't
2: you don't like to go into the outdoors and know that someone else has been there. Right. right.
1: I want it to be like the last time somebody was here, it could have been a Navajo well, Indian so, <laughs> on yeah with their bow
0: and yeah, arrow. Yeah, that was probably the last time somebody was walking down Barton Springs. It was. <laughs> no. it was a Navajo.
2: Don't you hate somebody that? When i trail
0: at Yellowstone, we're, t- we're talking oh, no, 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 no. about Woo. national parks. National. Well, parks. but who's gonna teach? Who teaches that? Where are they learning that lesson? Not to throw your Starbucks cup on the ground.
1: From the Teddy car that's that's driving them around and gives them uh, a five-minute instructional
0: video. You're right. That may (laughs) be the place. But I'm saying in society, who's teaching the kids and even the adults? Even the adults.
2: You know, like when when you get on a plane where they have that instructional video, they'll have one before the Teddy takes off, right? Before you go in. Well, I think
0: we're talking way beyond the Teddy thing. I think we're past Teddy. Yeah, So, but but my
2: whole
1: thing is, I'll bring it around full circle, is that I don't like that our national parks are going this direction personally, that we're having attractions, uh, rides, basically, you know, uh, roller coaster ride kind of, Things happening at our national parks. Well, I'll go just, to an amusement park if I want to ride a teddy. They're I just
0: trying to minimize the impact that these this huge influx of people has. I get what they're doing, but you I know, don't l- like
2: last it. Month, I want it to be natural. Last month, Yellowstone had a record number of visitors with almost a half a million people going through. It's Can crazy. you believe that? And there were 363 for the Grand Tetons. That's up thirty percent actually overall camping only three hundred and
0: sixty three people went to see the grand T. Three
2: hundred and sixty-three thousand. Oh. Yeah. And every <laughs> and the overall difference. for camping has increased by ninety three percent. So there you go. Yeah, we're
1: gonna talk more about that in a little bit, too. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: All about that whole carry that waste out, yeah, leave no trace. Hey, Archery Country, you know, and now this is something, Cody, where we've been up in the mountains, and that's what you're talking about, where you may walk, where the last person who walked through there was Navajo. Uh,
1: absolutely.
0: Hunting elk, chasing uh, whitetail bear, big game around the world, that's our buddies at Archery Country. They're just not part-time shooters. They're avid bow hunters, and they have... The uh, Matthews archery gr- uh, gear in there. They can have all your arrows. Went by there, got all the. Uh, gen- they have all the Genesis stuff, and it's all there and ready to go. Crossbows. You want to start shooting a crossbow? They can set you up. Time to go get your archery gear at Archery Country, the only full-size archery range, full-size archery shop in Central Texas. Eighty-one Twenty-One Research Boulevard. AustinArcheryCountry.com AustinArcheryCountry.com
1: Yay, more field notes. You're catching us live. Beef steak and road rash in the bunkhouse while TJ's at the ranch and I'm at the farm. You get it only one place live right here, 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com They took my
2: saddle and here's to Broke my leg in Santa Fe
0: I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW. And you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Are we back? Oh yeah! All right, loud and proud. It's hard to tell on this end when we're in and out on that thing. Uh dot there, there it is. There huh? it is. Oh yeah. I said, there
1: it? it is. Yeah,
0: Come I got on. you. I got dot is where we. I spend so much time over there looking through that gear. If you're a landowner, whether it's one acre or a hundred acres or a thousand acres, Farmranchstore dot com is the place to go. There's no better way to ensure a successful. Farm or ranch operation than to have safe and well built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. Get all your gear for your ranch, for your piece of dirt at farmranchstore.com. Farmranchstore.com, where the landowner goes to
1: get the job done. Now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true game warden field notes. So this isn't your typical game warden field notes. There's a lot of Game Warden Field Notes stuff going on, but I thought it was an interesting topic that we need to talk about, being that it's our, um, you know, our Game Wardens it's current. in the state of Texas, our <clears throat> our, our, our law enforcement, uh, just as much as any of our back the blue and, and any of our... Uh, back I mean, the, we, blue.
2: And back what, the blue! And what we're being told to do by government officials like our president.
1: Yeah, the president this week says a major insult to our servicemen and women, and that are that are put themselves in danger each and every day. Uh, so, while on duty, a lesson, uh, law enforcement veterans, scientific research say shooting to wound is a real bad idea. Despite the current trend pushing for reforms, Joe Biden in a town hall event said police should shoot suspects. In the
2: legs. (laughs) Man. Well, uh, a professional. Yes. Listen to our president, right? While on duty, a
1: lesson learned after his 2000. I did that with an elk one time. Yeah. Yes, you did. Oh gosh. I shot him in three legs. Yeah. You shot three legs out from under that bad boy down. You did literally, uh, while on duty, a lesson learned after his 2008 56-second shootout with a gangster disciple bank robber. The <laughs> criminal vowed to kill any police officer that uh, stopped him. Officer Gram- Grammons happened upon him. During the incident, the criminal fired over 21 rounds at Officer Grammons. Despite being shot by the officer multiple times, From his Glock 21, Officer Grammons reportedly shot dry and reloaded twice. I thought I was hitting him, but Uh shots going through his clothing. It was hard to tell for sure. He said this much was certain. He kept moving and kept shooting, trying his damnedest to kill me.
2: Mm. This case and
1: many more show examples of effective fire failing to stop a violent criminal. Even when struck in vital areas, they can keep moving. I thought it was interesting. This criminal got shot, uh, as you read the story, like five times uh, he got hit. And his lungs, uh, twice in the heart, um, I mean, every vital organ in his body, and he was still shooting.
2: Somebody must been pumped up on something.
0: Yeah, when they get hyped up on dope. I know, uh, you know, I was also thinking about this, that – I was watching one of those shows about Alaska and the guys on the in Alaska, and they were talking about the caliber of pistol that they use when they walk the uh, back backwoods in in Alaska, and say they have a uh, say they have a, a, a grizzly. They're protecting themselves from a grizzly that a nine millimeter is. Not even going to stop a grizzly. That you got to be shooting like a forty-five, and so caliber of whether it's stopping a, a you know a criminal uh, or whether it's stopping a bear or something like that. The caliber and because uh, the barrel keep coming at you just like somebody on. On crack, you know. Well,
1: imagine a beefsteak coming at you. you I mean, that is a bear. That is a grizzly. I just drop
0: everything and run the other way
2: (laughs) to my
1: Shoot to catch them. Decades prior, law enforcement officers would shoot at suspects for a host of reasons, including stopping a suspect for almost any type of crime. This was based on English common law perception, uh, which imposed a death sentence for most felonies. Uh, research tells the story, which brings us back to why shooting to wound makes no sense. First, most multiple research studies have been done to conclude that an officer is always behind the curve with responding to a suspect's actions, even with draw times. Officers' average draw speed is almost always a half second or so behind the suspect, placing the officer in a defensive position from the start of an incident. I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Secondly, suspects move quickly and often quicker than officers because they're uninhibited by the law or care about hitting bystanders. This makes hitting small and fast-moving targets like a hand, foot, leg not only impractical but improbable. <laughs> yeah. As research shoot the gun out of their hand. Time Why and time try again?
0: and shoot them in the body? Just shoot the gun out of their hand. What's Protect the matter you? with these people?
1: Protecting life, third, with the way Tennessee, uh, the Tennessee decision restricts officers to use uh, deadly force to only protect life to use of deadly force is only in the gravest of circumstances. Shooting to injure or maim someone wouldn't stop an aggressive subject with officers trying to stop the threat uh, that is threatening their, threatening their life, their partner or a citizen. Why would you just want to injure or main the person? It doesn't stop them.
2: Yeah, you know, that's all And the, then it
1: talks about ballistics again. Yeah. You know, ballistics, there is no magic bullet out there
2: that can...
0: Not when they're hyped up like that.
2: No way. You know, all the Nancys out there, if their child is in danger from a bank robber or someone that's shooting, um, I guarantee they want that officer to just bring them down, Right. I mean to do what they have to do. People aren't going to argue with that.
0: No, and I, and I'm not going to argue with it either and you know you come into uh, into a situation with at my house. I'm not going to question you and I'm not shooting to uh, I'm going straight for main main mass and in the threat and you know what? This is a hard, hard world out there. There's a lot of hard stuff going on out there. And your best bet is not to put yourself in a situation where a police officer is having to pull out a gun and make a decision whether you're threatening his life or the other people's lives around you. I don't know that I've ever been in that situation where I've uh, – where a cop is questioned whether I was a threat to my to others, myself, or whatever. So, you yeah, best just not get yourself in that situation, and don't thing, walk in the outback in Alaska without at least
2: carrying the forty-five. TJ, you, caliber. you are not reimagining this. You need to reimagine. <laughs> nope. and I'm uh, gonna do it. And decide that what you Negative. really you need nope. to counsel nope. them. No. Yes. Your
1: summer starts now at Nile Maxwell GMC. Before you head down to the beach or uh, just get out and get away, your professional gray GMC is waiting for you at Nile Maxwell GMC with more best-in-class features and savings on every new GMC in stock. Your new GMC is here. Don't wait until your AC goes out and that Texas summer hits. Savings are going up so you can cool down in your new GMC. Go visit our friends, Niall Maxwell GMC. There's the Sierras, Yukons, Canyons, and more waiting for you right now. Nile Maxwell GMC, exit 256 in Round Rock, or you can find them online, niallmaxwellgmc.com. We are professional grade.
0: All right, Regulators, hey, we'll be back after this. We're going to take a quick break. It's the Outdoor Zone, live on the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com or in your favorite podcast platform.